airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC, and we're going to do something that we don't typically do. Um, but, you know, just in talking about yesterday's show, uh, we were asking the question, who are we using Peter's letter as a backdrop to to really kind of underscore the fact that we are a new people in Christ and that Jesus Christ died to secure this identity that we have. And it's our first and foremost identity. This is this is how <laughs> it sounds very um modern or actually postmodern to say, but this is how we should identify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First and foremost, it, uh, Jesus, his precious blood purchased our identity. So we went through all of this, this whole discussion, uh, talked about our, our, our brother, Jonathan Isaac. And then we talked about the pastor, Pastor Dismukes in uh, Alabama, who mm-hmm. made a showing at um, a Confederate um, celebration for the 199th birthday yeah. of uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest. And so we talked about these things and we kind of juxtaposed these two things and and put them in the frame of the scriptures. And and basically the question was like, uh, which one of these scenarios points to Christ? Mm. You've got Jonathan Isaac, who is refusing to take a knee, um, refusing to put on a Black Lives Matter T-shirt and saying that his Christian conviction compels him that he cannot deny his conscience, which says that the gospel is what supports black lives. The gospel supports all lives. And uh, just refusing to capitulate it and fall yeah. to the pressure. And then yeah. you have a pastor who has since resigned in Alabama um, attending an event that really was a celebration of a time gone by um, that subjugated people, mm-hmm. people made in the image of God. And and so, you know, my thing is this as a Christian, we have to slice down the middle on that. Yeah. We can't have a special affinity for a certain group of people or a certain heritage or a certain history. Mm-hmm. And because of that affinity, deny the offense that it is to the cross. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Right. So we got going on that. And that um, that went well to the end of the show and probably for myself and some other people <laughs> continued after the show where you're thinking and talking and all of this stuff. Um, but what I want to do is something that we don't normally do. I want to open the phone lines up. If you were listening yesterday and you heard this conversation, uh, you heard this discussion, you heard the case that I laid out and you had some thoughts and you're like, man, I really wish you would have opened the phone lines. I wanted to comment on that. Uh, why are you laughing? Will the great, why you are so petty. No, I'm not. Look, look you are. I'll, I'll like, just roll with it. Let's go. All right, so here's the phone number, (laughs) 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. This is a specific call that I'm looking for. And and, and so I'm going to ask Sherry B., who's over in Studio CC, to be very careful with who she puts through because I'm specifically looking for people to comment on yesterday's show. If you didn't hear yesterday's show, lovingly, without offense, I don't want I I don't want to talk about anything new right in this segment. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about yesterday's show. So if it's just a comment on something else, 
Um, let's save that. Let's save that. But if we have any brothers or sisters who were listening yesterday and maybe you were confused by something I said, you disagreed or you agreed or this is something that you've been wrestling with. Let's can we have a conversation around that? Like, I just don't think yeah. we get to do that enough. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Where we can unpack these things that may be difficult to wrestle with in culture. But Christ is worthy Amen. that we not only wrestle with them but we come down on the side where God is glorified in our position, right? Because remember yesterday as we explored this, and I'll give the number again, uh, 888-589-8840. Sherry B is over in Studio CC, and she'll get you put through if you want to comment on yesterday's show. If you were listening to yesterday's show, we were asking the question, who are we? What is our chief first and foremost identity? How do we live in a way that is faithful to that identity. Mm-hmm. All of that kind of sums up what we talked about yesterday. But um, remember that we also said, um, as we went through this discussion, where we ultimately are getting, especially when you look at Peter's first letter, where we're ultimately looking to get is is to, to have the question provoked in people, um, why do you have this hope? That's right. What's the reason that you live differently? Because remember, what we're talking about is as Christians living differently in the culture. This means that, you know, if there are things in my history, Mm -hmm. if there are things in my heritage that now watch this, and this is an important distinction to make, are being present day celebrated. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about Mm -hmm. (laughs) what my ancestors did. Mm -hmm. I'm not. None of that. We (laughs) reject that. Okay, we we reject that. Um, but I'm talking about present day um, submission to or celebration of those things that are antithetical to the faith. Those are the things that have to go. Those are the things that we say, man, if that rivals the cross, Amen. right, if that competes um, for who Jesus Christ is or that he might be blasphemed among unbelievers, then those are the things that have to go. And as I said yesterday, very strongly, Without apology, we reject Black Lives Matter. We reject their agenda. We reject everything that they are touting, the violence that we see coming from them. Even yesterday, Willie Gray sent me the story, the Bible burning. And, and you know, mm-hmm. yes, quickly putting it out does not erase the heart. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> putting it, it's like, it's like, oh, no, don't reveal that. <laughs> but, no, we already know. Like, this is, this is where ultimately it's going. Mm-hmm. And how do we get to that place? We reject it because we research the ideologies and we say when those ideologies come in conflict with biblical conviction, then we have to throw it off. Yeah. We and, have to throw it off. And I would say, man, if we have those things uh, that we are still clinging to and we find it kind of, it's like almost like a little hitch in, in letting it go. Like we can't just, you mm-hmm. know, man, that's something that we have to search ourselves about. You know, it yeah. may be an idol. You know, it may be something that, you know, because there, there, there are certain things, man, that when we when it cross our path and we're like uh, com- even convicted or confronted by the Holy Spirit to like remove, you yes. know, sometimes there's a little hitch there. Like, uh, that's right. Uh, not my, uh, you know, because it's because here's the thing. And we have to be able to be honest about this. We prefer us mm. that that is every man's um, sinful and inclination. It is to be self-interested. It is to pre- prefer you. Right. And mm-hmm. so when in the danger of this preference or even let me just say this, because yesterday you know, I said this is perspectivism, right? It's mm-hmm. your perspective mm-hmm. and you prefer it. You mm-hmm. can see where mm-hmm. you're coming from and you expect to be given the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, 
that becomes a huge blind spot it in does. our lives if we leave it unchecked. That's right. right? And so you know, to, to Will's point, when we don't explore these things and say, wait a minute, is this an offense to the cross? Mm-hmm. Is is this something that compromises my testimony of what Jesus Christ does in a human life? If it is, then that I don't I don't get to keep that. Right, right, right. I don't get to keep that. And and here's let me make this one point, and then we'll go to the phone lines. Um if I wanted to, if I wanted to. I can ignore the information available to me mm-hmm. regarding Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and say, well, I but 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 the presented sentiment. No, I agree that Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and Black Lives should not be disregarded in society and and there should not be cover ups and all I could I could I could allow myself to buy into that narrative mm-hmm. and just say, oh, but the other things, you know, Marxism. You know, yeah, destroying, right. dismantling the, the right. nuclear family. Uh, I could say, but no, those things don't matter. <laughs> those things don't matter. That's not what I celebrate. Mm-hmm. Come go with me, people. Mm-hmm. Think of some of the arguments that you've heard yeah, yeah, and maybe even real. been a part of. That's real. On the other side of this discussion, because what we're talking about are two extremes. Most people do not fall into these categories, although right. I would say that the BLM category is increasing because of ignorance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I we're talking about two opposite extremes, but there is one category on on the one side. We talk about the Alabama pastor. That category is not growing, but the BLM category is growing because of ignorance. Yeah. All right. All right. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right. Let's go to, uh, let's see, Tanya in Virginia. Hi, Tanya. Hi, guys. I'm so glad to talk to you guys. Thank you so much for all your boldness and having me on the call today. So I want to talk about Jonathan Isaac. Okay. I was so pumped with what you guys brought up yesterday that I I even talked about it in my prayer um, last night because I have a Mm. bunch of ladies that we pray. Amen. And I was, it's just so amazing that he is so bold. Like we as believers should stand up and be against this BLM movement. And I'm actually like excited to not say BLM, but organization, because like Proverbs 28 says that the wicked will flee. No one pursues, but the righteous are bold as lions. Amen. And, he was bold. and yes. we should be bold like him. And he yeah. stood up against people and like everything is against him. He's on TV and everything. And I'm just, it just encourages me yeah. to know, like, I must stand Amen. no matter my job, no matter my friends, whoever I have, as long as I'm standing with Jesus Christ, that is how I should live my life. Amen. And one Come more on. verse I just want to say mm-hmm. is Jeremiah 23, um, 23, 29. I read this last night. Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like <laughs> a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Mm. And to me, it's like the word of God should be enough. So Come anyway, on. you guys pump me up. I'm so Girl, excited. Tanya? Thank you. 
I will stop. <laughs> no, Thank girl. So God bless you. Look, you pump you, us Tommy. up. I mean, Man. this is this is Amen. this is what it looks like. This is what body life looks like, right? Like mm. when we are able to mutually encourage one another and to provoke one another to godliness, to getting into the scriptures and to saying, Yes, yeah. the gospel is sufficient, the word of God is enough. Amen. We have everything that we need Amen. that pertains to life and godliness. Why right. would we want to go anywhere else? That's right. It's, it's like Mr. O'Hare told Ted, you know, <laughs> you have everything you need in this town. Why would you ever want to go? <laughs> anyway, I'm joking. Tanya, thank you so much for your yeah, call. I really appreciate so that. that. Will the Great, where to next? All right, let's go to Allen in Louisiana. Hi, Allen. Hey, guys. Uh, I wanted to tell you, I listen to you guys every day. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to make a comment on um, what you were talking about yesterday uh, in, in, you know, in being... Uh, identifying yourself as a Christ follower, you know, mm-hmm. Mickey, you said something yesterday uh, that really struck home with me. You know, I don't, you said that I don't care how many friends I lose or how many friends I make, I'm still going to stand on, on uh, who I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may lose a lot of friends, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when you mm-hmm. stand that way. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> No, you're right. You're right. It, it, it is so true, Alan. Thank you, Alan. And, and, and and let me just tell you this. You know, we already have. Yeah. We already have. Um yeah. there are many. Um, Will the Great and I were um <laughs> in ministry for a number of years, and there has already been this divide mm. that has happened. And and you're thinking, wait a minute, we're all we're we're in the faith. Like what 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 is going on here? But you can see people being gently yet forcefully, if you can have both of those, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> carried away and it already causes a divide it already causes that loss of friendship Mm -hmm. if you will Mm -hmm. but here's what i say to people no one enjoys that 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 is painful it's painful for people to perceive you as the person who doesn't understand who doesn't get it right right you know some of these and i gotta tell you and will will has um absorbed way more of this (laughs) than i have um (laughs) Because I, I personally check out Will is a little more engaging on, on social media and, and keeping up with a lot, you know. And so I got to tell you, sometimes I read what people write to him, <laughs> you know, and these are people that we knew at one point. These yeah. are people that we would have said, no, we take a bullet for each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, we are in the trenches and, and now the accusations because of this firm biblical position. And, and I got, you know. It, I have to pray because it provokes in me, you know, right? Like the flood. <laughs> and Will's like, oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm like, did you see what's so... In- and I, You know, and I'm human. I mean, you know, I yeah. see it and it, it does, you know. But man, I'm like, man, we have to stand for truth. We, we just have, have to. to stand for truth. We have know? to. So you're either going to double down or you're going to crumble. I don't right. want to do the latter. Right. All right, we'll come back and we'll take some more calls. We're all queued up. Um, Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Stay right there.
Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We're doing something that we don't normally do, but I just felt compelled. Like, you know, we had a pretty intense show yesterday, Will the Great. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to get to calls, but I also wanted to get all this information out and, mm-hmm. and have a discussion around it. Also wanted to frame it with the scriptures. Um, but today I know that, you know, we have many listeners who are engaged and who want to talk back, who want to respond, who want a, a dialogue, if you will. And uh, so we wanted to provide the opportunity to do that. And that's what we're in the middle of doing. If you're just joining us, this is sort of a response, I guess, to yesterday's show because we didn't get around to taking calls where we were asking the question, um, who are we? In other words, what's our chief first and foremost identity and how does that play out practically in our lives? That's the question that Christians must ask, must ask themselves on a regular basis. So that's anyway, right. that's what we're doing. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that was uh, Tremble, Mosaic MSC. And uh, Sherry B is over in Studio CC and the phone lines are packed. And so this kind of tells me that, yeah, we needed we needed to talk about this. We need to have a conversation around this. Will the Great, where should we go now? All right, let's go to Mary in Texas. Hi, Mary. Well, hi there. I'm so glad to be able to be a part of your show. My phone call's never been answered before, so this is interesting. (laughs) Oh, it's not personal, Mary, I promise. (laughs) Well, I just love your show, and thank you for what you do. Um, I did want to comment upon, is it Jonathan Isaac? Yes. That's right. And that was wonderful, and I'm just so thankful that there was a young man, there is a young man, who is standing for God and for his for for his belief in the Lord Jesus Christ and was not afraid to say that. So mm-hmm. that was an encouragement. But I also wanted to say that uh, Liberty Council LC dot org has a little video that is specifically for pastors to listen to and encourage them to stand up. We need mm. pastors. Yes. We need a black yes. robe regiment to yeah. stand up <laughs> and, right. and speak mm. truth into their flock of their parishioners. And yes. mm-hmm. so I just would encourage people to go on that and listen to what we can do. Also, as I go around from place to place, I've made up some tracks just to hand out to people. As I go from place to place, you can mm-hmm. just be salt and light wherever you are doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And I teach in a Christian school, so I'm trying to train the parents, mm-hmm. and I teach a Bible study. So just get out Amen. there and speak God's Word over people. Amen. 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 Man, that's that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Mary. I appreciate you calling in. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Richie in Ohio. Hi, Richie. Hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, no problem. Hello. So yesterday when you played that soundbite, it was the first time I had heard uh, Jonathan Isaac uh, do that interview, and I was floored. I was so impressed that such a young man would speak so passionately uh, about the Lord and in such a uh, probably tense – I mean, I don't know if it's tense for him since he's, I guess, famous being a basketball player and stuff, but, but still the pressure – and no, was I was tense. thinking about Second uh, <laughs> Corinthians chapter five about being an ambassador for Christ, mm. uh-huh. and he he should be celebrated as a hero of faith. I mean, that, that kind of stuff needs to be encouraged, especially among the young people. But um, you know, to touch on something that I've heard Nikki, uh, and I'm sure Will has said it too, is uh, and I'm not being contentious about the last caller, but we need everybody in Christ mm. to be amb- ambassadors for Amen. Christ. Yeah. Ambassadors, Amen. But, like, we need the pastors, too. Don't yes. get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need everybody who actually has that faith to be willing to do exactly what Jonathan just did. 
Amen. Yes. Amen. Man, it's so true. Listen, it, it becomes a, a beautiful cacophony of like the Christian proclamation for all of us to do this. This is this, you know, and, and Will used to get on to me because I would say things and these are things that are common in Christian vernacular, right? Like we say, oh, man, she's just an on fire Christian or man, he is just on fire. And I remember, you know, you for a while until I um, until you were able to weed it out of my vocabulary, we'd say, what does that mean? <laughs> like like what what what's the distinction that's being made there like where where do we get that from that an on fire christian and there can be others that are just kind of like what there like what is it? you know and so it really provoked me to think about what i'm saying but it's so true um to to our brother richie's point that we we all need to be on board i would say this to our sister mary's point um pastors have a special and a unique responsibility mm. in fact if true. if you remember um james gives this warning it's it's a very sobering warning to those who call themselves teachers right like you're gonna you're gonna be held to a greater level of accountability for what you did and didn't say you you got to be careful when you stand up in that role that's right and literally and figuratively in the pulpit there is a great responsibility remember paul's charge to the ephesian elders was to be very careful with this flock that the lord's placed you over Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. He's like, look, after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you and and rise up from among you. Yeah. I mean, and this was a very sobering warning to the Ephesian elders. And I and I have this in the back of my mind that, you know, here is Paul making his way to Jerusalem, <laughs> where we know ultimately he has to go to Rome. But remember, also in the midst of this, he's establishing churches and he's going to have to go back and write to the Galatians. I mean, already in real time, mm. He's got to go back and write to the Galatians because wolves have arisen among them, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> compelling them to be circumcised. It that seems there was like a it new happened gospel. quickly. <laughs> you know, it's like how quickly this is. I mean, you know, listen. If this were happening in modern time, Paul would have been saying this, and there would have been a text message coming in as he was saying it. <laughs> right? Like, think about that, guys. There would have, <laughs> if this were like, that's how quickly this is all happening. It shows you, and I say this all the time: the gospel of Jesus Christ. Understand this. The gospel of Jesus Christ has never existed in safety. Mm. Never, ever, never, ever. And we can unpack that at a later date because I want to go back to some of these calls. But the gospel has never existed in safety. And I want you to be thinking about what that means. Even in the times of like seeming comfort, the gospel was still under attack. Mm. Oh, guys, <laughs> we got the history to prove it. Yeah. We, we've, we've got the history to prove it. All right. Will the, Will the Great, where, where do we go next? And I would say this real quick. Oh, um, go ahead. You know, what Jonathan Isaac did, you know, I, I'm reminded of this, this quote that I always quote from Billy Graham. He says, courage is contagious. And mm-hmm. when a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened. <sighs> and that's what happens when the body of Christ, when there's a brother, you know, sister who takes a stand and say, man, you know, I'm in Christ. You know, mm-hmm. it, it affects the body because we're yes. like, man, yes. You know what what Pastor, Mac, Pastor Mac, MacArthur did, you know, mm-hmm. it stiffened some pastors back. That's you know, right. With the baseball uh, player, Coonrod, uh, the pitcher, what he mm-hmm. what he did. That's you know, right. That stiffens our back. We're like, man, we are not alone, you know, and we can stand together, you know, for Christ. And it, it's beautiful what the body of Christ can offer to each other, you know? Okay, so let me just tack on. I know, I'm sorry to all of our calls. We're going to go right back. But let me just also say this. In very similar fashion, 
um, early church father and church apologist, uh, Christian apologist Tertullian said something very similar. He said that the blood of the martyrs was the seed of the church. Mm -hmm. And in fact, he was one to the faith by seeing how Christians were willing to die for what they believed and not lapse in their profession of faith. Now today, again, we're not going out to the arena, but we are going out to an arena. Yeah. And and this true. may be a big coliseum where other people are gathered and they're going to watch to see what we do. Jonathan Isaac. Mm-hmm. Or this may be a small arena. This may be the side ring. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the three ring. This mm-hmm. may be the side ring that's that's there. But still, there are people who are watching and who will or will not be one to Christ based on how you stand. Every moment matters. Mm-hmm. Amen. Everything we say and every way that we live tells this watching world this and they are designed to watch us. That's why we are living epistles read of men. We are witnesses <laughs> of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's not just what we do. That's a state of being mm. that that is a, we are witnesses. Right. Mm. And so they are the world is designed to look at us and to be provoked by us. Right. They're designed to look at us and to say, Man, okay, they're really they're, you know, yeah, things are getting pretty serious. Yeah, you yeah. know, like they really mean what they're saying. So, anyways, good. did you? I, I don't know. No, that's good. That's yeah? good. Okay, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Pam in Oklahoma. Hi, Pam. Hi. Hello. I just want to thank you guys for what you do. We appreciate it. Um, God bless you. And I just wanted to say that we as Christians. We need to support these guys. We need mm-hmm. to get out there on social media. And when people like Jonathan Isaacs, Sam Coonrod, mm-hmm. when they take a stand like they have, we need to we need to outweigh the people that get on there and you know um, say the evil things mm-hmm. that they say. You're right. We need to really support them yep amen I you agree. are absolutely I right agree. pam that's it's a great observation go ahead Will. i was gonna say because uh, you know the the voices on the other side man they're loud and proud man they're like oh my goodness you know and and a lot of times we as the followers of the way we seem so tepid you know and and <gasps> it's not that we're just trying to talk goodness. a big game this is what we live right. and so when we have a brother or sister who's standing man i think we should be loud about supporting them you know in their stand you know and Come say on. like man Yes, yes, contend for the faith. You That's know, right. we, we, we can't just continue to be so silent and, and, and passive and tepid. Look, I'm not a, a person of many words, but man, I will stand. Like, you yeah. know, Mickey, you'll tell look, <laughs> I will say what needs to yep. be said. It's so you true. Know? And so that's, I mean, look, I stand for God. And I think when we see brothers and sisters doing this, we do need to stand. That's right. That's, I agree 100%, 100%. Where do we go next? Uh, let's go to Jimmy in Mississippi. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. No problem. Uh, I just, I guess my heart is is, is kind of uh, feeling some kind of way because okay. uh, the Lord is sharing with me that the, and, and I know we're not to rebuke an elder, you know, or intrigue them, but at the same time, I feel like that those that are in those type of positions haven't uh, came together and actually uh, dealt with the problem at hand since Dr. King uh, 
been gone. You see what I'm saying? There was a problem that he came in and he Mm -hmm. actually uh, shared what Jesus wanted to present. Mm -hmm. That is, to love the Lord God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. Those, if we hang everything off of that, then uh, I think God will step in and say like judges where he, he got, when the children of Israel sinned against God, he sent the Midianites in for seven years, and those people were actually, these were God's people, and they were scared of even, because the Midianites were coming in and destroying their crops. And I see the same thing happening to the United States until they come together with simple things as racism and just, I mean, call it what it is. Don't try to hide from, from sinful things like that. If, if the leaders will come together and deal with that, that's just like terrorism in the United States. If somebody does that, mm-hmm. we need to deal with that situation as a people. And then, guess what? I'm talking about in a peaceful manner. And then, hey, I mean, I, I hear y'all talking, and everybody sounds like they, they love God and all this and that. But he said, I won't even eat no flesh if, if, my, if it offends my brother. Think about it. Yes, Jimmy, help me understand. I want to make sure, Jimmy, 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 I just want to make sure that I'm trekking with you because, you know, you can have those conversations where you're listening to what a person is saying. And it may just be me, Jimmy. So bear with me. But I want to make sure that I'm I'm following you on the way to the punctuation mark of your point. Tell me, in essence, what is the point that you're making right now? Because I, I, I want to be able to the understand point, what you're saying. The point is, 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 is if the United States, with all this stuff that's happening right now, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. kind of like when they cried out to God in Judges, he sent Gideon in as one man, and he solved that problem. But before they cried out to God in the right manner, they actually, he sent those Midianites in there, and they destroyed everything that they had. They, that's why he was in, in the wine press first in the week, because he was scared. Okay. 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 But okay. when they cried out in the right manner, and what I'm saying is I'm talking from a standpoint of what's happening with the people. You will always have sinful people, even in a, in a, in a, in a good situation. Mm-hmm. We already okay. know that. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, if we don't, if we don't, as leaders, mm-hmm. attack that very thing that they're trying to say, then guess what? We we have missed the whole big picture. God said He took the foolish thing to come found the wise, and we see where even those guys, when 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 the woman was caught in the very act, they had all of the information. But Jesus was saying, "I can forgive sin in the earth. That ain't no problem." Okay. I'm not sure, Jimmy, I'm not sure. And I, and I really, because here's, here's the thing. I think sometimes, um, you know, we are compelled to just, um, believe that we're all saying the same things. And so then we, we start, I don't want to respond not understanding. And I just, I just will confess that I'm not exactly sure where you're going. And it may be because I'm a little bit, um, back on the earlier statement that Jimmy made and talking about, um, re- rebuking elders. I'm I'm trying to put it all together and I'm not exactly clear on where we're going. So I don't want to press it though. I don't yeah. want to press it. I want to say that you, you've made some points that I agree with. I just, I'm having a hard time putting all of those points together. And so um, I just, I just kind of want to think a little bit about what you're saying. I don't know if the reference to 
um, being careful in rebuking an elder. I don't know if that applies to the pastor in Alabama. Um, I'm not sure. Hmm. I just I don't know exactly where it all is working together. And so rather than just assume and respond based on that assumption, I'll say I'm not really clear on like, you know, that 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 one driven point that you're making that would help me to respond the best. No, that's good. I'm, that's, okay. I feel the same I'm, way. I'm sorry about Not that, sure. Jimmy. I just don't understand, and I don't want to. All right, so we'll grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio, and we'll be right back. I know that you've heard this before. And you really wish the church could say more to you Cause God don't seem as close as you want to Please remember, however he can No Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Boy, I should know when, you know, when Christians get together, this is why the kids are always like walking around like, what are we going to do? You know, the Christians are, the parents are talking and the kids are like, come on, like, let's go home. You know, um, the phone lines are open and uh, they they remain lit, as as Will often says. Um, we're talking about yesterday's show and, and, you know, who are we? What's our first and foremost identity? And obviously, this is a topic that you care an awful lot about. And so we want to get to as many of those calls as, as we can. Uh, by the way, I'm Miki. And I'm Will Nose Jonathan McReynolds, one prayer away. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. And um, don't accuse me of not opening the phone lines because <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Where do we go, Will the Great? All right, let's go to Timothy in Tennessee. Hi, Timothy. Hey, how are y'all? Doing good. Hello. Hey. I just wanted to, man, tell y'all, y'all doing a great job. What are y'all doing is just so inspiring. I listen to y'all every day. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. But my my thing is about Isaac. Okay. I am so impressed on what he did. I follow him on Instagram, and it's been such a, my heart has been grieved mm-hmm. how people supposed to be believers, yep. and they are expressing these, these attacks against Jesus, making these memes and mm. these jokes yeah. regarding to him not standing and when he didn't stand mm. oh it was see look at you you mocked this so this is what happened to you and using jesus as a reference yeah that grieves me that hurts me that makes oh, me upset man. yeah yes no you're right you're, yes you're oh right. brother look that's that's <laughs> been um that is upsetting to watch that's right. upsetting to watch it's upsetting to read um, I would I would tell you something else, though. It also reveals now you expect the world to do this, right? You expect right. people who hate right. God to do this. Right. But when you see Christians, that's the thing who, that. Yeah, that that <laughs> there should be this right um, indignation that we have toward that. But I'm going to tell you something else that it reveals. It reveals that what a lot of Christians think is like their faithful following of the Lord Jesus Christ is just, <clears throat> excuse me, a quote unquote Christianized superstition. They mm. they really believe in what what they wouldn't they wouldn't say that this is what it is, but they would it would be like a karma. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. And and they would be applying right. that to a brother in the Lord, uh, which is reprehensible. And I'm going to tell you something. We have no history to support that. That oh oh you thought you were doing what's right, and then and then look what happened. No, we in this life 
we will have troubles, mm-hmm. right? But Jesus has overcome this world. In this world, we will have troubles, but Jesus has overcome the world. And even you go a step further and you look at, and I talk about this a lot because, man, there's so much we don't know about the history of the church and about the means through which the Lord Jesus Christ has preserved the church. And it's been through faithful men and women who have been willing to die for the faith. Now, if we apply today's philosophy or today's conviction to what they endured hundreds of years ago, we would say, oh, things didn't go well for them. I mean, mm. Polycarp still died. Mm. You know what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Perpetual and Felicitas still died. Yeah. Like Justin Martyr. I mean, his outcome is in his name, right. so to speak. Right? <laughs> like these people still died for the faith because of their profession, because they were unwilling, unwilling, among other things, to say that Caesar is Lord. That's right. That's and we have right. to think about this. So what 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 Jonathan Isaac was saying is that Black Lives Matter is not my God. I'm not bowing to this. I'm not bowing to this philosophy. I, look, I'm, I'm well aware of what will help black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the gospel. It's the gospel. Amen. It's the gospel. And, and because he firmly rooted his conviction in that, we should be standing with him. What it should provoke is that people will go do research and mm-hmm. say, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Why is my brother saying this? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've been able to dismiss other people, but, but but why is my brother in Christ saying this? Instead, what you find is that people are more comfortable with their idolatry mm. than putting in the work to do the research and say, hey, wait a minute, this is incompatible with biblical Christianity. So, yeah, you're right, um, Timothy. We, we we agree with you. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I would say he's uh, Jonathan Isaac spoke well, you know, even on his uh, tweet yesterday when he said, remember, our God is not just the God of the hills. <laughs> but a God of the valleys. And he says, second Corinthians uh, chapter four, verse nine, he said, my comeback will be greater than my setback. You know, oh, that, that response, man, that, that also gives you your boldness and you're like, man, it's, it's encouraging. It's encouraging for the body. I hope people didn't miss that. I hope people didn't miss that. That that's, that's his tweet in response to what, you know, could potentially his be injury. out there. Yeah. Right. To his injury. And, but I think it also is, is, is dealing with, is dealing with those who would, you know, have yeah. polls. Is it funny what happened to man, him? Right? Like I, on, I saw man. that story, that Yahoo story. Like, I mean, I just, anyway, this is what is required of us. And and let me say this, uh, and then we'll go back to the phone lines. This is basic to our faith. Mm. Guys, this is, this is basic to our faith. This should be for us routine, mundane living. It's like, oh, I'm folding towels and sheets today and also standing for Christ. <laughs> right. Like that's that just should be our normal Man. posture. This is what we do Uncle in between Smith. unloading the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like We just. Yeah. But in fact, Amen. that has been something that the church has been robbed of um, or maybe just handed over. I don't mm. know. Will the great. We're next. All right. Let's go to Jonathan in, in Ohio. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, Will. Hey, Mickey. How you both doing? Doing good. Hello. Great. Hey, it's been a while since we talked, since I last told you that um, godly principles compromise will soon become wicked practices normalized. Remember Mm, that? mm, Yes, yes. I remember that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, you guys have been on a really great subject and always as normal, you're very thorough in your coverage. And I just want to pose a question because we often talk about standing up, which is really important. But do you know the only time in the New Testament when Jesus stood up? Mm, when Stephen, after his ascension, Stephen, when Stephen was being, seven, yeah, mm-hmm. when Stephen was being stoned to death, he yeah. gazed into heaven, saw the glory of God, and Come Jesus on. standing at the right hand 
of the yes. Father. Amen. In other Amen. words, because of his faith and his willingness to stand for truth, come on, truth stood up for him. Mm-hmm. Come, on. Standing ovation. Come on, man. Jonathan, be, Jonathan. Jonathan has bars, man. Like, Jonathan. <laughs> you're a poet and you didn't even know it. Tartuian. Like, what is, what is, he's Tartuian. He's a phrase maker. Man, that, man come God. on. That's he it. stood up for truth, so truth stood up for, Jonathan. <laughs> truth stood up for him. Now, Amen. Now, listen, so, everybody heard words, you when, say when that the first time. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Go ahead. No, you go right ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. We got it, but go ahead. I was going to say, because we often look for somebody else. It wasn't Paul who stood up. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, Paul was giving consent, but it wasn't Peter and John. This (laughs) was a deacon Mm -hmm. in the church. Mm -hmm. Somebody who wasn't nobody really looking at. And oftentimes, we look for somebody else to stand up for truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when we stand up for truth, we're not standing up for a set of ideals or principles or philosophies. Truth is a person. Mm. And that person is Christ. Amen. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Come on. So when we stand up for Jesus in the midst of a wicked and adulterous generation, Jesus is like, I'm going to stand up for you. Mm. <laughs> but if you sit down on me, I don't have no reason to get up off my throne. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Whenever you were in a church context, and you started to hear that, that meant that whatever was being expressed from the pulpit was music for your soul. That, th- there was great ministry that was happening. That, that right there, that's a, that's a cultural reference, um, you know, if ever there was one. Jonathan, let me just say, um, I think you gave a few pastors their sermon for this weekend. I think there were a few. <laughs> I think, I oh, think there were a few men of God who were like, wait, what did that fella say? Truth? I'm, I'm on the road. I'm pulling over to the side. Stephen stood up for truth and truth stood up for him. Hey, hey. Got it. <laughs> he gave you he gave you book chapter and ver- well, he gave you chapter, chapter seven. Read all of it. Um, and you could start at chapter six too, just to get a little context of what he's called to. But listen, that is profound. Amen. That is really profound. Amen. All right. And, Amen. and, and I just want to appreciate our brother for that. Everybody listening, Jonathan, they heard that that came from you. <laughs> so everybody wants to credit you with that for today. Right. Okay. For today. <laughs> the next time it's used on this program. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> well, look at the great revelation that the Lord has given them that they would say such That's things. Funny. That's anyway, funny. now, God bless you, brother. What another encouragement. You don't call Amen. often, but when you do. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Where do we go? For the great. Let's go to Ron in uh, Florida. Hi, Ron. I enjoy your show. I enjoy AFR. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Christians, oh, who are we? Um, the Bible mentions uh, the faith of a child. Children are supposed to be good and be obedient and follow. Mm-hmm. And uh, soldiers are supposed to be strong and bold and victorious. And that's kind of like this Jonathan Isaac. He's becoming quite a celebrity. Um, mm-hmm. But he uh, had the faith to follow it mm-hmm. and to follow the Lord, mm-hmm. no matter what the world thought. And he had the strength to stand up and be bold Amen. and speak for mm-hmm. the Lord. Amen. And uh, and it's it's uh, these days it's not a popular thing to do, especially for someone in his position. He's that's only right. twenty two. Yeah, but, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, so you know, I tell you, these Black Lives Matter and all this stuff going on, they're lucky they're not in China or Russia. They get squashed. <laughs> mm. I guess the Bible burning thing would would make them look better, but uh, they're lucky 
that they're in America and they should realize that because if they were in China and when America gets weaker, China and Russia get stronger and the whole world is watching. Mm. But they're lucky yes. that they're in America. But uh, y'all keep up the good work. God bless. Thank you, Ron. God bless you, Appreciate Ron. It. Appreciate you calling in with that. You know, it, it's interesting because we're planning. Well, we've already kind of touched on this just a little bit, but it's in the headlines here. And so I've been kind of um, mulling this about and, and talking about TikTok and even the president kind of weighing in on this and saying, man, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. do we need to shut her down? Um, I think our <laughs> listeners need to understand the context of that. Now, remember, we've already played a clip here um, mm-hmm. where we've, you know, kind of tried to shed light on what's going on with TikTok. But I think we need to double back to this because it is serious. It, it's not just your average. Oh, yeah. You know, your footprint is being monitored. You're online, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it's way more sinister than that. And so um, just to our brother's point in talking about China, um, Will the Great, where do we go next? Uh, let's go to Judith in Alabama. Hi, Judith. Well, hey, y'all. God bless you. Appreciate you. God bless you, too. A um, couple things, and I'd like to end with a question for you guys. But I, what I see the most here, y'all, is we've got to be – we have got to be um <clears throat> we've got to be committed no matter mm. what mm. whether the heat is on or it's in the cool of the day mm. we have to be committed we have to love not our own lives even Amen. to the death mm. that's right and you know it's like marriage when you're married when the heat is on you don't walk away mm. That's it's right. a commitment. Amen. It may not feel like love, but mm-hmm. it's a commitment. Amen. That's and you right. stay in that marriage no matter what. It's the same thing with Christ. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't feel too good, but we have to stay committed. And and the question is this, I think, what a lot of people are looking for. You know, my husband and I used to go into the hoods here in Mobile mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've seen guns. We've seen all kinds of things. We, we've seen him drop right when we would pull into the neighborhood because he got killed by his girlfriend. And mm. we saw things. And the question is this, Mickey and Will, mm. I believe people are looking. Let's put ourselves in his shoes. Mm. What do we say when we're facing the end of a barrel and somebody says, do black lives matter? Mm. And mm-hmm. I think that's where people kind of freak out the most when we're mm-hmm. in the face of it or in the thick of it, like your show yeah. says, you know, <laughs> yeah. people want yeah. answers to that. Mm. You know, that's why right. aren't you bending the knee? You know, yeah. we got to have an answer and not be afraid of the yeah, answer, right. but stay committed even at the end of a barrel. Amen. So that's, that's all right. I have to say. I love y'all. Oh, Thank God you so God much. God bless you. Thank you, God Judith. bless you, Judith. We love you. Man. We appreciate you. And point. look, your your point your your point is astute. Let, let me just say this. One of the things that I think Jonathan Isaac's interview um shows us is that it doesn't matter who you are, you must answer this question. Mm. Which proves that it is not a question that is connected to a sentiment, it is an ideology. For these reporters to sit, stand, however they are postured. Before, as we call it in America, a black man, all right, and ask him if he believes Black Lives Matter. Now, remember, he's the one that Black Lives Matter is fighting for. (laughs) 
Right. I want you guys to think about that now. Take a step back. He's the he is the billboard for them. All right? And yet refusing to refusing to bow and determined to stand and still is the first question he's asked, do you believe Black Lives Matter? So here is what that should tell everyone listening to us today. This question is not about a sentiment because that's a ridiculous question to ask Jonathan Isaac. That is to say it simply and not try to be profound. That's a dumb question. Mm. But it's not a dumb question when the question is connected to an ideology. So to Judith's point, when you are faced with the question, you have to ask yourself, what is the actual question and respond to that? Yeah. Respond to that. And the spirit of God will lead us. Amen. We have to be bold. All right. We're out of time. Until tomorrow. Lord willing. God bless.